Yo, 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 how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your look at Selena's news, events, restaurants, and tonight, artists, man, all artists. Yeah, we are recording on location, not too far from the studio. The studio is not even a block away from here, so it was an easy walkover. It's still local. Yeah. So we are here. It is Friday. It is first Friday. We are in Old Town Selena's, but more precisely, we are in the artist's alley yeah, yeah, during the first alley. Friday. The artist's alley this is pretty cool. This I, I don't know how you know. I, I I'm excited to be able to explain this to people because it, it's a it's a neat idea. Yeah. It's so great. and apparently it's a two year anniversary today. Two years. Two year anniversary. Baby but anyway, steps, you know? so today we will have a lot of people or different people on the microphone. It won't just be one guest. It'll be multiple people coming in throughout the evening. We'll be here till nine o'clock. So we'll get as many people as we can on the microphone. That's a full shift, brother. Yeah, I know. It's it's fun. We enjoy doing it. Enjoy we enjoy doing it, and it makes it easy. But anyway, we have to start somewhere. We have to start somewhere. So we're starting at the beginning. <laughs> anyway, who's sitting on the mic here at, at first? Who's our first victim? Oh, a little guess who. <laughs> yeah, introduce yourself. Like I said, name, I would, I love, I'm gonna allow everybody to introduce themselves. Yeah, that's right. So, so my, nice my, my name is Carlos El Cortez, uh, aka Ken, uh, aka one of the uh, Cortez brothers. One of the Cortez brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, also program director here at Artist Inc. Um, so we're, we're a big part of this artist alley. And that's what we're gonna be focusing on more more today. So. Can you explain what, a little bit actually about this artist alley? I, 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 it was interesting um, to me. I, I just, I'm, it's almost kind of new to me as well. I didn't realize yeah. this whole alley is getting activated like. Yeah, that. and it was, you know, it's it was activated by artists. You know, um, artists think was just kind of we just jumped in the mix, kind of, um, I guess accidentally, but we we were just supporting. But it was something that. JJ um, and the artists, uh, the other artists that are here, we're, we're in their studio. Yeah. Um, they started it all, you know, with the vision of trying to, like, bring artists together um, to have, like, a little like a little farmer's market and they could sell their goods. And so it started off small and it, it took off. Um, right now it's cold, so, you know, the, it fluctuates, but it, it, get, it gets pretty cracking. Um, a lot of people in Yuma right now, too. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> in Yuma, but it's still, it's still good, you know. Um, the community usually shows up and uh, it's a fun spot. Um I'm usually at the artist think spot. Um, you can find me there. Um, we usually focus on like providing entertainment for like the younger crowd. We have like some kids karaoke, and we also bring um, different bands so they can have a good time. Um, local bands and bands that are passing by or touring around. So the the artist Inc. space, like, what is real, what is artist Inc.? Artist Inc. is a community nonprofit arts organization, um, and one of our main uh, missions and vision is to ignite the stories from within so it's uh pretty much bringing out the story that you have inside so everybody has a story and it's a beautiful story and uh we should we should take control of our narrative you know of of what we see and how we see ourselves and so that's what we do we try to provide all the art forms um or knowledge about these art forms so people can express themselves and tell their story and we say people so like anybody can walk into artist inc or is this like a kid thing a student well, thing it's, it's, well, how's it work? we we're 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 uh we're not we're everybody's everybody's welcome you know we're not ageist <laughs> by uh, any yeah. means <laughs> not from young to old um we do have specific workshops that run throughout the week so mondays we have our uh, txo young theater group um storytellers group um, I, I sometimes say theater because they do a lot of acting, but it's a performers group. They they do like storytelling, so that involves a lot of performance, movies, and like theater. Um, and then Tuesdays we have Sepanoa, and we usually have like a music class. Um, we use, we had ukulele. We did songwriting and singing is what's happening next. And then we're gonna have uh, an art class Wednesdays. That's that usually goes on. It's an open studio on Wednesday, so oh, okay. Wednesdays is a is a time where anybody could just show up from uh, four thirty to six thirty. There's somebody there, and uh, you could either use the supplies that we have there, whatever is available, or if you just want something to do, there's somebody there that could lead you on an art activity or give you some like give you something to do. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then and then uh, 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 so that's Wednesdays, and then Thursdays we have an art class from four thirty to six thirty. 
And that's usually from um, these three classes, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. That's usually available for any anybody from 12 all the way up to like 20. Oh, okay. And how do people join? Do you, can you um, just show up? Just or do show you have to up and oh, sign cool. up. Um, and then you just start start attending. Every workshop is like four-week based. So you could pop in any time and you really won't miss anything. And you still are able to learn something. So like it's it's created in little pockets. So like say you just pop in for like two, three weeks you'll leave with something and you're not going to feel like, oh my God, I didn't get the rest of it. Yeah. Like, you'll grab, you'll learn something. What? That's so cool. Because again, I've, I've, I walk by a lot, you know, going from the studio to go get some coffee or, or go to the pub or something. Yeah. And I'm always wondering like, can I, you know, because I don't want to, you know, if it was for kids or something, just pop in like, what the heck is, you know, I was, uh-huh, I was curious, yeah. you know, I see yeah. all the art going up and, and I, well, and also then I'm assuming on first Fridays would also probably be a, a good time to come. It's like a little definitely. mini open house type thing. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, we, we it's an open spot for like an open mic. Um, we like to encourage bands that want to like just try stuff out. Or even if you're just a local band and just want to kind of give back. Usually we have like a younger age range of kids that pass by there, but it's all ages. Usually the the, the artist alley brings a, a crowd and a good variety. Um, but a lot of youngsters kick it there, you know, and hang out. Um but you could pop in, like you said, you know, if you wanted to pop in at any point, you just got to come in. It's also an office space in the daytime. So in the daytime, we're running like the facilities, writing grants, doing our program, oh, okay. program managing. And then like around four o'clock, that's when all the kids start coming in and having the classes and workshops. That's cool. And how long have you been involved in that? Uh, we've been, Artist Inc. has existed for 10 years. Whoa, yeah. So we've been in the game for a little bit. Um serving the community uh and it's it's really amazing we we also do a programming in the school district also we we've been partnered up with the lsl unified school district and um um and we've been working with them just kind of providing classes for fourth graders fourth like theater and stuff um we're doing it's a it's a curriculum where we support their uh their history lesson of the missions and so we teach them how to create a stop motion animation and so they learn whatever they learn in history we kind of Support them to create a little stop motion animation that could describe some of the things they learned. So they they like learn something in history class, and then the kid is like, "Oh, I got an idea! Like, I want to make a little scene from that." You will teach them yeah. how to use claymation. Yeah, and, and we teach them different stories that kind of relate with the, what's going on at the time. So like, they're learning about the missions, and so we create some stories that speak about you know people that were here before the missions, and and kind of give respect and homage to the to the people that were here before yeah. us. You know, we're all just on like. This is, is, is Tierra Jena, bro. You know, this is like, this is not our land. Yeah. So, so we have to respect that. And so we give a little bit of information about that. But more than anything, we teach them how to tell a story. And I believe that in education, you, you don't always have to just take tests. You know, you could tell the story, you know, you could describe it in different ways. And stop motion animation is fun. And they get to like learn, you know, how to tell a story, a cohesive story. What? Fourth graders do that? Yeah, fourth graders, they get down. And this is going to, now I'm all curious, because is it a computer program or you, you literally use clay or we use like clay. movable fibers? We use clay and paper and different objects, some recycled items. And then they use the program that's uh, Stop Motion Studio on their Chromebooks and they create a stop motion little animation. That's cool. And that's uh, the LSL Union yeah. School District? Yeah, LSL Union School District, yeah. Several schools, every school? Or? Yeah, we do, we, do, we do all the fourth grade classes in the school district. What? Yeah, so you're going to have some future Tim Burtons and like right? Guillermo del Toro's like just creating some cool animations and films, hopefully. No, that, that's what I, I love that that's happening. And I love that this is happening in Old Town and... I mean, I don't want to get too romantic in my my future, my <laughs> thoughts of of this town. But like, dude, Salinas is a heavy. They say Latino, but it's Mexican, dude. It's a bunch of it's a Mexican. It's a Mexican town, you know. And and because being from here, like again, the reason why this podcast exists is to you know the reputation that Salinas had. And I wanted to be like, no, dude. There's so many creatives in town. Yeah, take it. Do you wanted to take control of that narrative? You know exactly. And um, so it yeah. So anyway, in in doing that, I'm like. What, I was like, what was I talking about? I'm losing my train of thought over. Um, um, oh, okay, there we go. That's so. It, you know, in that to me, I'm like, dude, this is such a hotbed of again, not just artistic creativity, but like Chicano, Latin, or Mexican, whatever yeah. creativity. Basically, what I would love for Salinas at somehow, I don't know what the magic formula is, is for this to be known as kind of like a hub of Mexican American culture. 
Yeah, so it's like beautiful. So like if you're if 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 you're going to school, you know, you're taking Chicano studies or whatever, you would want to come visit here to kind of immerse yourself in in the culture. Or let's say you're a kid from like Milwaukee or something. That, I don't know. Milwaukee maybe has a, a strong Mexican, <laughs> but again, maybe you're from a small Midwestern town that, and you're Mexican, but you really don't yeah, you never experience exactly. So I would, because I'm sure there's people like bro, like I want to go to the mission, you know, in San Francisco, or yeah. I want to go to to East LA. And I would love for people to be like, man, I want to go go live a year in Salinas. Yeah, I want to go immerse a, myself in, in that culture and in that art form and and learn from that. And and because there's so much talent here, you know. And yeah, and this was why I love this. I, you know, the being able to showcase it. Yeah, the com and you know the community came together. So like, artists Inc. had like it's not like we created. Like I said, it was it was JJ and and, and other artists that like they activated it, and we just kind of supported. And so like. Even us, like the the the, you, the district supported us, and they they gave us the opportunity. So, th these things only happen, like you said, for people like you and us. If we get involved, and we really like, you know, say we want this for our community and show up, you know. And you guys were already here, kind of at the end of the alley before yeah. the collab studio showed up. Yeah, we had started here. We we got here before the pandemic, and then um, pandemic hit, and then so then we had to like take a break, and then it looked yeah. empty, like it was an abandoned <laughs> abandoned office. Um, but we were in there like cleaning and painting, and then finally in 2021, we kind of like had the the final final office set up, and that is what it is now. And I think we're gonna do like a, a grand opening, just you know, even though we've been open, but just cause like to spread the word, like this is our office, you know. Yeah. Let people know. Yeah. Again, I, that's where I could imagine you know, being a young person that's like, dude, I like to draw, but. Yeah, where do I take the next step? How do you know? Like, or I feel like I need help. This I come to artist think exactly. Yeah. Artist think is right here in Old Town. That that's what, I mean. It would again. I love the neighborhood. I love that it's in this neighborhood. I would love that there would be an artist think like a satellite facility in every neighborhood. But I mean, uh, we're, we're we're working, working on, on that. It. Yeah, yeah sure, of course, we're, yeah. we're working on that. Um, right now, we, we're also just you know trying to represent ourselves here. Like a lot of times, I think the main street and and the right here. Uh, called Salinas City Center now, but yeah, what we used to call Old Town. Old Town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Old Town. It used to have like a, a, a connotation with only certain people could be here, but we, we want to show our face here and represent and let people know that you could come here, like from all the parts of Salinas, y'all could come here, and this is our town. All of Salinas is ours, so we should go everywhere and enjoy everything about it. That's a great point because yeah, there's a, a historian from Salinas named uh, Nacho Ornelas. Um, he's a works at Stanford, but again, he's from Salinas. And again, in posting Old Town and stuff, he was like, hey, you know, make sure to let people know that that's important. Those are those are places that sometimes our parents or, you know, aunts or uncles or whatever were excluded from, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's, to him, it was such a trip to see lowriders on, in Old Town, you know? He was nice. like, dude, that, you, you couldn't do that before, <laughs> you know? The lowriders stuck to Alisal or you would yeah. go to North Main, you know? Like, you would not come to South Salinas, like, yeah. on your lowrider. Because, yeah, you would get harassed. So he was like, it's it's really important to realize that and to note that, that it's important. You have to really, again, like show up to the space and to yeah. let people know, hey, we're here. And, and yeah, and it's a welcoming space for all. Anyway. Yeah. And, and, and you know, um, you'll, you'll get some more information about our thing from from. Emily and the, the other people that are going to pop in. I'm excited. We can do, I mean, I want to do an hour right now. Let's just keep <laughs> going. Sorry, we're only doing one guest today. But no, anyway, I'll let you. I'll let you get up and and walk around. All right, and brother. Get thank, this going. thank you so much for having us. You know, and uh, anytime you want to just uh, interview us a little bit more about artists, think you let us know. You know, um, or if you want to just get get interviews of of me or other artists, let me know and I was, let them know. Yeah, I was telling Alex. Well, I'll, I want to build my guest list. I want to get this show going every week nice. again. And we have the studio. You know, COVID kind of shook everything up. You know, but yeah. we still have the 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 space there and. We still have our five other shows, so we want to we want to nice. hit the ground running in twenty twenty three. Cool, definitely. I, I let me let me know. I I, I want to support all all the artists that I can. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you, brother. Have a good night. And we're back. We're gonna be coming back and forth and back and forth all day today. This is gonna be a fun one. So anyway, I'm letting everybody introduce themselves so I don't butcher their names. I don't know how I can mess up one with just two letters, but. <laughs> well, me, we'll let, I'll let you introduce yourself as well. So, who's well, on the mic now? Let me give you a curveball. So, my real name is uh, Jose Julio Miguel Garcia Juarez Jr., but everybody just calls me JJ. It's a pretty typical Mexican. <laughs>
Or is it Mexican? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming Mexican. I was just talking about Latino versus. I'm like, dude, this is a Mexican town. Yeah. <laughs> People say Latino. I'm like, what? That's poor Peruvians are like, hey, don't include me with the Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, JJ, how's it going? Good, man. We are. I'm sitting here. My studio is your studio today. Yeah. Or your studio is my studio. I don't know how it's saying. I'm sitting in your studio right now, surrounded by a bunch of cool, cool ass artwork, and um and. How much of this is yours? The whole wall. You did all this? Okay, so anyway, and to describe, because it's on a podcast, people are like, what are you talking about? It's a wall full of, I mean, I'm seeing Hulk, I'm seeing Spider-Man, Thor, I'm not even a, a as Ant-Man. Is that Ant-Man? No, Star-Lord. Shit. No, Galaxy. Shit. Okay, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not good at much of this stuff. So anyway, and so, and it's really colorful stuff. Um, You like... Superheroes, I'm assuming. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you started off in the '90s collecting comics and comic cards, and I was like six, seven years old, and kind of turned into a Damn. career, life, fun thing. You were just drawn to comics as a kid, and when, you, when did you start drawing? Immediately. Oh, really? I, I just knew it was a thing. So it was, it was like my my favorite toy was a pencil and paper. That's so dumb. And then did you go to school for it or anything? I ended up going to CCU Chico to pursue uh, graphic design. But uh, that just turned out to be a bit of everything for me. Yeah. New, new world. And how did you end up back in Salinas at the co- at having this collab space? Uh, I actually came back home straight out of college and started coaching. I was a head wrestling coach at Alsa. Oh, damn. Okay. And then I, I recently retired and found a new thing to do. And and people were surprised. Like, you paint? It's like, yeah, that's kind of what I did for fun on the side. I could pin you and I could paint you, bro. <laughs> so, and you had been painting this whole time as you were coaching? Yeah, it was a thing I did by myself for fun. Like I said, my favorite toy was a piece of paper yeah. and pencil and, and started painting. And kind of grew from there. And did you retire with the intention of like moving on, doing something with possibly art, or you were just you've been coaching for a while, just wanted something different? Well, two things happened. Uh, oh, you're getting all personal. Yeah, I ended up having Multiple a daughter. Podcast. Oh, 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 okay. Ended up having a daughter, and you know, traded in the the life for a new life. Um, and to that that high paying art life, of course. <laughs> you have a kid, you got to make money, so you start selling art. Obviously, <laughs> all those artists all are rich. Cool, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> That's cool. And did you immediately? Did you just kind of rent the space out, kind of to have a, a private space to work? Or uh, yeah. So in the back, you might see a screen printing machine hidden under all that <laughs> rubble over there. Um, that kind of was a thing I used to do. And I needed space for that, but it turned into something else. <laughs> it turned into just my fun area, my my place away from home. Yeah, dude, I know exactly. What you, I yeah, my podcast studio is actually exact exact same thing. That's actually super cool to he, to hear the story because again, we do podcasts. It's it's different, but yeah, being in the studio is is such a home away from home. And you have partners in this. Yeah, I share this space with two other artists, uh, Andre Kalani and Yogi Dalia. She, um, they split the, the this side of the room. There's like a tape going down the middle of the thing, and, I, I, and it says nobody else here. No. There literally is. <laughs> and when, how did you guys get the idea of open or activating this alley and opening it up for artists? Two years ago, at this point, um, it was just an idea because it was basically pandemic stuff. Right. Yeah. And um, as a teacher, also, I was teaching out of here, um, doing distance learning. And then the idea of opening up the alley was no one really knew the alley was here. And so how do we showcase ourselves? How do we tell why do it alone? Let's bring everybody together and have something for everybody. So my idea is that it's always it's always meant to be free. And inclusive. So anybody who's interested at any level can be a part of the artist alley. And then, and okay, and this artist alley, now, just to explain again, because some people might be like, what what alley are they talking about? And the alley itself, it, it's called Midtown Lane. It actually has a name. And we've all seen it in Old Town. The Burrito King is probably the most popular thing. It's the, the only area. thing. Yeah. It's where Burrito King is. So the Salina City Center has their offices here. And I think sometimes because it, it does get closed, like the gates at night, it might, 
that's where people might seem not be as familiar with it. But you've seen it. It's right before, you know, if you're coming from Alvarado going to XL for another beer, it's right, it's right before the Fox Theater. Yeah. Right before the Fox Theater, this little alley to, to the right. And again, it is a smaller alley than the other ones in Old Town, but those don't have names, so they're not cool. Yeah. But it's again, not, it's not a gated community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, that's pretty upscale, man. It's pretty upscale. But yeah. So anyway, what you guys do is the alley itself is open every day, you know, because businesses are here. But, but once a month, for for on first Fridays, very very smart idea. Like, yeah. I don't know how you guys thought of doing the art with the art, but anyway. So on first Fridays, you 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 invite other artists, not just you three here or or people from Artist Inc., but basically other any I don't know about any other artists, but it seems like a very diverse group of artists up and down this alley, and they can sit there and showcase their stuff and also sell. Right, that's yeah. a big thing. That's that, a big... that is yeah, that's a big thing. And um, how do people? How do they get involved in that, or how can say I'm an artist and I have a pile of prints and I want to sell them? How can I? And people, people, uh, people laugh when they walk up and they're like, "Hey, I'm interested in you know being part of the alley." And it's like, "Oh, you want to be part of next month?" They're like, "Well, yeah." Wait, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. You you want to be part of it? Then yeah. you're in. Confirm it, and then jump into the pool. Con- contact us at Artist Inc. and at, at uh, our new. Artist Alley. Oh, okay. Okay, brand, that's brand, the one right there. Brand new Artist Alley, Midtown. Man, that sounds so upscale, too. Yeah. Artist Alley, Midtown. I like that. It's like Santana Rose stuff right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, okay. So on Instagram, at Artist Alley, Midtown. I'm sure if you send DMs there, that's a, a really easy way to get in here. Well, that that's cool. That's a very low bar. Yeah. You know, just show up and ask. And, and again, I think it's important because, especially with art, some I'd like to. Everyone has their own, you know. You see a piece and you get a feeling from it, and it's cool to tell to you know talk to the artist and be like, "Well, this is this is what I'm getting from it," and then they could tell you where what headspace they were in or whatever. It, it's pretty neat, other than just seeing on Instagram, you know, just scrolling and hitting like and yeah, DMing, trying to figure that out, shipping or whatever. You could just come here with some cash. I think I think the beauty of it is that. The, we all start to realize that we're all here together. So you felt alone for a while, but then you start realizing there's 20, 30 other artists locally in town willing to put their table up, put themselves out. Yeah. And then we all start becoming friends and family. And two years later, it's like, even if it's a cold night and no one's around, we're still having fun because we're talking to people who also talk art. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of cool for me because now it gives me time to get everybody. No, people aren't as busy yet. But, I mean, and it's it's cold. It's still winter season. Like you were saying, once the time changes, it's the the there's much more daylight. And uh, but anyway, I I absolutely love it. I I I love the idea. I love that artists get to because it's difficult. A lot of artists just love to be in a little corner drawing and you know like keep keep me away from everything. But you got to make money either to pay the rent or to buy more paint or art supplies or whatever. And this is such an easy way, you know, where if you don't have the you know business skills or, or deep pockets to rent your own storefront, you could start this way. Yeah. And, and it, I, I think it's such a neat way and it's so much different types of art as well. And and I mean, I don't mean to, I'm not, whatever, dude. It's what I like. There's not a lot. There's no people like selling like purses, you know, no, exactly. or like janky watches or something, which whatever, you know, if, if there's a farmer's market or whatever swap meet type thing that does that, that's cool. But I love that it, it, from what I, I gather from here, it is all artists, you know? Yes. It's not a, it's not a pop-up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, uh, it's not your traditional pop. I've seen the pop ups and we've been to some. I've gone to pop ups cool. and found artists. They're like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "Oh, well, just trying to put myself." Well, I do a thing. Come down to Midtown Lane and come be part of the artist alley and change lives. Yeah, and I, I like the idea. Yeah, because again, if you're, you know, say people are selling like candles and herbs or something, or and then you show up with your art, it might not fit in. You know, here at least so. Again, these two art styles are very eclectic, but at least they're both paintings. You know, that's what I. So I, you know, if I like paintings, then I could, you know, I could go to either artist. Not like 
well, I don't really care about tea, you know. And I, that's cool. I'm not, you know, not trying to hate on tea or whatever. But you know, I might not go to a pop up that might have those things. But if it's all artists, it's so much easier to know that, like, yeah. Plus, again, I, I don't know. I like the coolness of it being in the alley and it being kind of outside the the kind of indie type thing. And I don't think we can move it somewhere else because then I don't think it would work, right? Right now, well, and then yeah, you have your space here, and then Artist Inc. You know, at, at the end there, so it's like literally. I thought that's why it was like Artist Alley because of that. You know, because yeah, there was yeah. already so many artist businesses here. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize it was it was this kind of thing where it was open to artists to come in here and, and show off their stuff. Yeah, a bit of a bit of both, or the idea. Artists think we kind of. I was looking at that space before Artist Inc. moved in, and I missed the opportunity. <laughs> and then I saw this spot open up, and I was just a couple doors down, and we're on the end. And everybody thinks we're Artist Inc. And Artist Inc. thinks we're so. It's like let's just combine here. Yeah, because when I was talking to Alex and he was like, oh, yeah, you could either set up there at Artist Inc. or, or at the collab space. I just thought it was like the annex or something <laughs> like, OK, cool, I'll, I'll set up there. And and yeah, and this is I didn't expect it to be like this, man. This is this is so little, so little cool. hidden, hidden gem. Yeah, dude, it's so it's so bright. I love the colors. I, I and I don't want to say. Because of the Mexicanness, but it's just dude, colors in Mexico. Like the houses are so bright and so well, colorful. Well, my like parents a, are from Guanajuato, so if you've seen the the city of Guanajuato, oh, yeah, and the colors, and all the even all the does houses, that re- actually have an influence on you? Do you think? I just made that connection in my head right now. <laughs> You're like, of course it does. Yeah. Let's run with it. Yeah, like yeah, of course. That's that's why I started painting, dude. I thought about Guanajuato and I cry, you know. El callejón del beso. And if people want to see your 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 paintings other than walking into your studio or showing up here on a first Friday, where where can they find it? Uh, well, my Instagram art of before, and that's probably my best easiest place to see it, you know, from the from your home. But if you ever want to catch me, you can catch me here first Fridays and an occasional farmers market on Saturdays, and wow. I do other other events throughout the year. What was the Instagram art of before? Art of before, yeah. B B and B in the number four. What does that stand for? That's a classroom. Oh really? Yeah. Everybody thinks like before, like oh yeah, time funny. time ago. <laughs> uh, but it was a classroom, and then that's just kind of uh, I started teaching kids out of that classroom, and that's kind of how jump started my my career again. Because uh, to be honest, I hadn't paid it in ten years. Oh okay, yeah. I was wondering that well, so wrestling was... wrestling took over and yeah. Ten years later, I was like I had free free time. So, in March of the pandemic, twenty twenty, Spider Man was the only painting I had. Since then, I think I'm up to a hundred paintings. Damn! And that was your first attempt after ten years. Yeah. Damn, that's a great painting. I was wondering there was no rust. No. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you try Normal something. Was, yeah. Dude, in a hundred paintings, mm-hmm. and are they all for sale? Every, everything's for sale, but uh, like the people think I don't sell anything, but there's like the ones on the wall are my trophies. Oh, okay. But the, you can make me an offer, right? Uh, except for Spider Man, that one's mine. That one is special, dude. But there's a lot, man. This, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm like, this would be cool for the studio. One of these would be pretty cool for the studio. I don't know which one, but anyway, anyway yeah. I'll have to. Like I said, man. I'm gonna have it's gonna be very difficult to keep this episode under five hours. I just want to sit here and talk and talk <laughs> with everybody. But anyway, JJ, I'm I'm trying to keep them around 15 minutes each. No problem. We're hitting about 15 minutes. If I have time at the end, I'll come back and get you because man, <laughs> I can keep talking and talking. I want to know more about the wrestling and the art and all that and Chico. Hey, but you know. Anyway, thank thank you for coming on. I'm gonna go find somebody else. Probably get Alex or somebody on here. Cool man. Thank you for thank coming you. on. For and time. and again, yeah, come out, check out Artist Alley or Artist at Artist Alley Midtown. It's really cool, man. It's a really cool event. We'll be right back. And we're back again. It's interesting because in real time, there's like several minutes elapse. But people that are listening, it's gonna be like, see you later. Okay, and we're back. See you later. <laughs> and we're back. It's like instant. I'm gonna like should I keep saying, hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, we are building cost uh, commercials, man. <laughs> right, exactly. That's where if we had ads. Oh my god, we would sell so much. We would make so much hey, money today. Talking about we're at Artist Alley, right? Mm-hmm. So we could do like snippet artist commercials. That would be pretty. That would be actually, super dope. Oh, dude, actually, hmm. that would be dope. We can reach out. Yeah, we'll tell the artists that are here. That'd be cool. Get them in. We can even like invite them into the studio and have them do a one or two we minute a, commercial and like hilarious ones though, like just funny yeah. ones. It's like oh, you know, if it's a jewelry person, you know, or like oh, come get your ad at this with this person. That's a great idea. All right, you're hired. I'm <laughs> Done. <laughs> I get these ideas. I don't know where from. It's Alex. He's inspiring me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, again, yeah, intro, I'm letting everybody say their name just so I don't butcher it like I keep saying. That's how I keep. That's uh, that's how I cover the fact that I know I don't know everybody's name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just say you say it. I don't want to mess it up. Anyway. Emily, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Introduce yourself, Emily. My name is Emily Morales-Ortiz, and I am the founding executive director of Artists, Inc. Oh, cool. That's, I got some questions for you. Oh, no. Yeah, you're the, (laughs) so, and yeah, because it's 10 years old almost, this organization? 10 years this year. 10 years. That is, that is so amazing to do that. And also, I was saying, because again, I, I walk by you know, cause my studios are right there in front of King's Den and where I'm going to get coffee or whatever. I, wa- I walk by artist Inc. all the time. And, and even I'm curious, like, is that like only for kids or is that for everybody or what? And it seems to be just kind of like a artist group, right? Regardless of age kind of. Yeah. So we have something for everybody pretty much. Um, it is youth focused. Yes. So, um, we have three in-house programs, which, well, used to be two, but now it's three. Um, And then we also have in-school programs. Um, But through those programs, we also hire professional artists. So there's a lot of opportunity for professional artists to come in, get work, um, find some career pathways, get some professional development, um, and just network with each other. So there's like a range of opportunity for both young artists um, and youth, and then also professional artists. So... So that gives, so like, again, let's say I'm an artist and you're like, oh, if you teach, you can get paid or something and we can connect you with that. That's kind of yeah. what you guys, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so again, we have the three in-house programs. Two of them are youth-based. Um, and then one of them actually is like open to youth and adults, um, but it's like cultivating a very safe and open space. So we have TXO, which is our Teatro Xochilolim program, which is a youth storytellers group. Um, And that one is really ages seven to like 14. Um, And in that one, students normally like, and really with all our programs, it's very youth led. So they're telling stories that they want to tell, or they're developing their own original stories and they tell them through various art forms so with that program we've done like animation before like a full three series animated piece um, where the students wrote it voiced it helped design it um, like the whole thing Um, and then they've also done film they've done we just finished actually we just wrapped up uh, filming earlier in the year for Eastside Cenicienta which should be coming out soon a film version of it yeah so it yeah it's like didn't they already do a play we or, did do the play. Or, you remember? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a long time ago. So we did Eastside Cenicienta back in 20, I want to say 2015 or 2014, something like that. Um, and that was our remake of Cinderella, but like Eastside style. Yeah. Um, and the kids really, again, led the charge on developing the script. Um, and we just supported like, their, their vision. Um, and so there was that one, but then we brought it back during pandemic because we were talking to our kids and we're like, well, what do you want to do? What style are you into? You know, like, what are you curious about? And they had mentioned like, oh, doing like some sort of like fairy tale twist. And I was like, oh, well, we actually have like a, um, a script already like that. If you guys want to use it to just like for ideas, yeah. you know, and they were like, this is hilarious. Let's do it. But like, we'll rewrite it, you know, for like how we want it. Yeah. And we're like, okay, sure. Let's do it. So now we have a film and it's really exciting. And how did these kids get involved? Is it like an after school program or did they walk in and you, they were just the ones that stuck around or. Yeah. So it's kind of combination really. Um, we have some students that have been with us for like five years, seven years. And then we have some kids that have just kind of trickled in as we've had projects come in and their parents are like, what are you guys doing in there? <laughs> we're like, Oh, we're crazy. <laughs> and they're like, perfect. Sign them up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we have um, kind of a variety of students. Most of our, 
our students right now are a combination of students that have been with us since before pandemic. Like when we did our community play La Posada Magica um, right before pandemic. Um, so a lot of our students stuck with us from there um, back in 2019 to now. And then we have some students that joined us um, since we've kind of just started reopening back in 2021-ish. Yeah. Dude, and how... I'm curious how the claymation thing came about. Who knows about that? Who? Because <laughs> I've, 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 again, I, I think JJ mentioned it that, yeah, part of there's an after school program where. You, yeah, so that's separate. Like, so, so TXO is like our in house. So that happens at our studio here in downtown, mm-hmm. um, and the after school program you're talking about is the Yoli arts program. Um, and that one yeah. is with the Alisa union school district. Um, and the stop motion really kind of was born out of pandemic because we had been working with our students online with our TXO kids online, um, and trying to figure out ways that we can, you know, get them materials and they can play with stuff and still make it interesting, um, without taking away from like the experience of creating a film or creating a story. Um, and so when we were thinking around the curriculum for developing a Yoli arts program, we were like, Oh, well actually stop motion is like pretty, um, like it opens itself self up to a lot of opportunities. So yeah, yeah so that's kind of how we how we caught up. So there wasn't like an expert. Nobody said, "Oh, I went. I have a degree in this," or something. It was just like like this. We think this will well kind of speak to a lot. A I lot think of- a bunch of us have kind of had experience in doing stop motion before. Um, I know Carlos has a little bit of history in it, and then some of the other artists with us had already kind of had experience in it. Um, so we played off of the power, like the tools that we had in in the room. Um, but then also a lot of us are just kind of really game to play. So as soon as we were like, okay, well, what's the easiest thing that we can do? The artist in us was like, okay, well, let's test it. Let's be at home and let's like make our own stop motions at home and play with it and see what happens. Oh, that's and so cool. we're like, well, this works. So I think if, if I could do it, a kid could do it, right? <laughs> and what's your, oh, the boss is saying, the boss is like, I don't know. <laughs> Which this I one? Think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm. Yeah, no. Interview over. He's, he's getting irritated with me. He's like, come on, man. He wants to eat your cords. <laughs> he's like, why can't I? Yes. Um, and so a little bit about your history now, because we are Salinas Underground. Are you from Salinas? I am. I am a native of the Alisal East Side. <laughs> did you graduate from Alisal? Uh, I did. Um, so I grew up um, right there off of Williams and Bellhaven. Um, oh, and I went to... <laughs> I went to Fremont, I went to Barden, I went to Loya, I went to El Sol Saul, and then I graduated from Mount High. And then you went to college? Yeah, I went to Hart now, and then I actually got accepted into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in uh, L.A. Um, and Yeah, and then, so I went out there, um, but then I ended up coming home early just for family. I had family that was not, you know, not feeling well, mm-hmm. so I came home. And also, I'm going to be real, I was chicken. I was a baby, and it was L.A., and it's scary. Yeah. Um, and so... So yeah, so I, I came back home and I continued my studies here at Heart Now, um, and then in the process, somewhere after my uh, grandfather passed away, I had to really re reassess my priorities, um, and yeah, so I ended up. Uh, okay, the boss has been calmed down. <laughs> the boss and the beast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I. Um, so I went out to LA, I came back, um, my grandfather had gotten pretty sick and I got really nervous um, and so I came home and I continued my studies and uh, I started working as a teaching artist um, and so I worked all over the place, all over like the Tri-County area. What's a teaching artist? A teaching artist, an artist that goes around and teaches their art form and my art form since I was a kid was performing arts. Like I've been singing, I used to do shows, I used to do like um, like car shows um, I performed at the Western stage. Oh yeah. I started at the Western stage when I was like seven. Um, and then I also were, um, used to perform with the Alsace center fine arts when they were still at the, the firehouse. Um, Holy yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just pretty much put my hands in anything I could. I was in band. I had like bands in high school that I was part of and we would go on tours like here and then outside of the community and like what, what type of music did you play? Uh, I was a singer. I was always, um, I've always been the singer. So, um, I mean, I can do 
piano a little bit. I took piano lessons when I was a kid, so like I can dabble in that. But it's really like singing is like what I was passionate about. But it was like a like a punk band type thing, or I did kind of all of it. it was, like hardcore. Well, I, all the like bandmates that I always had, they were always into like ACDC or Guns N' Roses yeah. or like Iron Maiden. You just went with whatever, so like, like okay, whatever the song is. I'll but I honestly, I had a pretty eclectic. I still do have a pretty eclectic like um, music interests. So it wasn't like. And how did you transition from being a teaching artist to founding Artist Inc.? Um, so my when my grandfather passed back in 2011, I had to really like reevaluate what I was doing. Um, when I was a kid, I'm very very fortunate, and I think about that a lot. Even like as I'm an adult and running the organization, um, I was very fortunate that I had a family that supported me. Um, and I mean, my family didn't make a whole lot of money, but they were still like more well off than a lot of like my uh, classmates. So mm. like my grandfather was a like janitor for North High, um, North County. Um, and then my grandmother used to work at Mervyn's. Um, and when they were younger, like they worked in the fields too, but they, you know, they were working now in, in jobs that I think gave them a little bit more um, like cushion. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I was very fortunate and I was raised by my grandparents and my mom. So like the, between the three of them, um, they really supported me and like, put the time and the money behind like helping me even when I knew like it was costing them <laughs> and I mean it was like eight of us in one house so yeah. like the fact that they were like willing to do that and like sacrifice for me was like a huge it was a huge deal I think they just knew like I wasn't gonna do anything else it was just super obvious she's an artist man like, we're gonna have to support her our whole life they're like well we better make her work man like she better be talented because otherwise she's not gonna make no money <laughs> so anyway so when I was really young like my grandfather I remember he would like, I kind of tell this story often, but he used to make me chorizo con papa burritos for all my rehearsals. And he would, like, show up. And my mom, too, my grandma, too. But my grandpa was, I think, because his schedule was different. Um, he always had to be, like, the most consistent one that had to pick me up, drop me off, make sure I had my snack, you know. Yeah. And so I would show up, and <laughs> all the kids would have, like, their fancy uh, Lunchables. And <laughs> i show up with, like, my chorizo con papa burrito. And I'd be like... Man, like I want a lunchable, or but now that I'm older, I'm like, damn, I got the better end yeah, of the that's deal. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, heck, yeah, those lunchable kids—they yeah. didn't have no flavor nah. or nothing. Yeah, but he, so he passed in 2011, um, and I wasn't performing anymore. I wasn't performing, and I was uh, working in hospitality while like doing a little bit of teaching artist work, but it really wasn't like following my passion anymore. Yeah. Um, so after he passed, I really had to had some time to reflect. Um, and I didn't want all of his efforts and the efforts of my family to go to waste. Um, and so I sat down and it was like, I remember it was this winter of 2012 and I was at my mom's apartment and I was, you know, living with my mom at the time. And uh, I, I put a whole outline out on the floor of my mom's apartment and I just created this concept, which I had actually thought of in 2009 but now that I was older I had a bigger network I had you know peers that had gone to college and come back and now we're like looking to do stuff you yeah. know um so I just had a better I was better prepared for it and so I came back to this concept of creating a feature-length film that highlighted youth in the Salinas community um and so in January of 2013, I sat down with seven other artists and like uh, classmates of mine, um, and we created. Like, who's really down? Yeah, like, like, yeah let's do this. Come on, guys. Um, and I got lucky. They were all like, yeah, let's do this. I'm oh, down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm down. And so we did, and it took us about a year and a half. And in 2014, we uh, premiered uh, Tree in the Valley, Un Arbol en el Valle, um, at Fox Theater. It completely sold out. We had like, over a thousand people oh, that wow. like showed up to the premiere. What? Yeah, um, and I actually, uh, Octavio Solis, at the, um, he's a writer, um, a playwright. Um, he actually showed up that to the name premiere sounds too. So familiar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's done. He's done what? a bunch of shows. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, fortunately, I was doing work um, with him at the time. So like, okay. but I would never have expected him to like yeah. show up to my thing. You know, like yeah. I was just doing a play as an actor. <laughs> you know, um, so it was it was pretty cool and it was uh, definitely a memorable moment. And then from there, um, we like it was kind of hard because. Like that work was all done out of love. Like we weren't getting paid to do it. We weren't like there was not any big fancy grant or yeah. sponsorships. Like we had no idea how to do any of that. I had, did not go into it 
knowing that I was going to create an organization. I just knew that I wanted to create something bigger than myself. And that gave voice and opportunity to kids that had that same passion and love and drive that I did, that nobody gave me the platform to be like, your passion, your art is valuable and your voice is valuable. And you know what? Like you are like, like you have potential and in a way that like is like, real and not just like you're a kid you're a kid messing around you know like take me serious and so i really wanted to give other kids that opportunity no and that's so important i i feel so so many times i don't know if it's happening more in modern times but the youth are just battered by older people and it's like well first of all who's we're raising them (laughs) their faults are our fault so Mm -hmm. we should look in the mirror and yeah, but also it's like, man, just because they're teenagers, like they have s- such a unique perspective on the world and they understand the world. They're not these like little neophytes that don't know anything. You know? Yeah. You, you, would, you could learn from them. And I've, I've even been surprised, not necessarily teenagers, but people that, you know, someone that I, I saw them as kids. And, and now that they're in their early 20s, I still see them as kids. And then sometimes they say something super deep that teaches you something. And you're like, whoa. Like, yeah. like we need to treat you like we need to bring you up and to our level what can you do what are you capable of you know yeah and i mean you know it's funny because you know you you think that about like uh teenagers right you're like all right that makes sense because teenagers are getting older and they're crafting their own like opinions and you know all of that kind of stuff but the same can be applied to young kids like the kids in our txo class right um they're ages seven and up right like to like 14 but we've had 12 year olds 11 year olds 10 year olds like developing ideas in our class that you know they did before we hit pandemic they were working on a piece about immigration reform and ice um yeah and that was all on their own like because the way that we work in our classroom is we leave them with opportunity to just talk to like what's on your mind today what's going on in the world what are you feeling you know like what what do you want to talk about right and so we leave like that space for them so that they can just be heard and there's like no judgment there's no like oh that's a right thought or that's a wrong thought you know it's like okay well we can hear you okay well what what came of that or what feelings come up for you what are we thinking about you know and okay how can we um process this in a healthy and maybe artistic way you know and so that's really what was on their mind at the time well and i love that that there's a group like that because i every once in a while where you're like cleaning up your old stuff you know like i'll come across my old journals too because i like to write I, I i enjoy writing and and i see that and then first of all you'd laugh at like oh my god i thought it was so cool <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at 16 i thought oh, i was yeah. so, oh, deep. so deep <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're uh you're a confused teenager yeah, yeah. okay you thought you were so unique dude yeah, we all yeah. are the same we all were the same yeah. But also, it that was so private. Not only because, I mean, that it was kind of like a journal, but also there was, I couldn't walk to Old Town. Oh, man, I freaking love the kids up and down the bikes. I know sometimes with the bikes, they could get a little, <laughs> they got a little squirrely they do with swerving. I learned that. I learned that's called swerving. Yeah. But number one, they're on bikes. That's awesome. But number two, dude, they're right here. They're not mugging people. <laughs> they're not tagging up the neighborhood. They're chilling on the end of the street, and they go up and down on their bike, and and I'm like, I, I love that 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 in itself is available because that didn't used to be. But also they can they can bike right by here. And I can I can just think of like a 14 year old me walking by here and just looking at them and like, oh, hey, like I enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's silly little stuff. And then again, run into someone that is more educated or older or more experienced and they can say, hey you got something you know there's something here let me show you how to polish it or what a story how it's structured or you know mm-hmm. whatever it is it's, it's awesome that you know, that that is available now you yeah. know and even if it was three people in your program yeah. it'd be like this is three more that and it's amazing because i i stuck around this and i again i this isn't that's artistic but you know i again i feel like I don't know how, how do you say desarrollar in <laughs> like, <laughs> puedo desarrollar, you know, I could have yeah. desarrollarme mejor, easier. How do you say yeah, that in English? I don't know. Like, like I could have grown. grown? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Like so being bilingual is awesome, like, man. Uh, you have so much more words. <laughs> if everybody was bilingual, we could all just communicate. Anyway, so that's what I love is that I, I, you know, like I'm still working on my writing and my craft, and I feel like it's gotten so much better. But I could imagine if it, from my teenage years, I would have met somebody like a mentor, you know, that could have helped me guide through that and. It's awesome. Again, I, I love what you guys are doing, and I, I wish you well, and I love that there's yeah. so many artists involved, and you're in the schools and here, you know, in, in the neighborhood. I I love it. Thank but you. But anyway, like I said, I could speak an hour with everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go. Thank you. Your co-host over here is... He's like, I got food. I'm cool now. He's like, I'm all right. Uh, uh. When Thank he, you. When he Gracias. grows up and he's a famous singer, I'm going to be like... I'm the first one that put you on the mic, so I get a oh. cut of your... Oh, man, dude, be lucky you don't have my four-year-old in here, because she's like, she tears it up. She tears she the one up. with the bluey sweater? No, mine <laughs> is the one with the plaid and black and combat boots. <laughs> you know, she's got to be ready to combat life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Emily, thanks for doing this. I'm going to go find, who's next, Alex, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Thank you it. so All much. Right, thank you. We're back again. Again, people that are listening, like, why do you keep saying that, dude? You're not going anywhere. There's no pause. For me, it's several minutes in between. They have no idea. The listeners, no, the, the magic of Hollywood. <laughs> the magic of Selena's, actually, which is we technically do it in Selena's. So, anyway, I have been letting everybody say their own name so I don't butcher it. Um, so, yeah, so who do I have on the mic now? Well, my name is Carolina Elisette Perez Gonzalez. I give you my whole name. Everybody has. The, the right. Mexicans, very proud of the whole thing. Very proud. Very, very proud, proud of the whole name. Yeah, we want long lines right there on our application because. Oh, wait, I forgot who I have on the mic. I got to lower it. Oh, yes. We want the whole name. <laughs> yeah. Please, por favor. Yeah, you, you, if you don't say your great-grandparent might come out and haunt you or something, be like, hey, you forgot me? Yeah. <laughs> Throw but, it all there, yes. But anyway, like cryptically like we were told before you came on i was like yeah i've been secretly secretly following you no i came across you in uh 2020 you did an event at el teatro campesino i'm sure you've done many uh -huh. more but it was um oh my god what's it called now something live it, palabra it, live palabra yes yes that was my first introduction <laughs> to you you told a wonderful story of peeing your pants as you were illegally crossing the border <laughs> That was my sister. That was my sister. I keep, I keep blaming you. I was telling Samantha, and I was like, oh, she's the one. And she's like, no, it was her sister. And like, in my head, I keep thinking it was your brother, but I was like, no, that's no, not right. It so it was sister. her. It was her. Yeah, yeah she's been like, vinagre suavitel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed everybody. Everybody was so, so good that night, especially Samantha. I have to say that. Oh, uh, yes, Samantha. And everybody was amazing, but you really stood out to me because I, I enjoy comedy. Like, I, I'm a fan of, of comedy. Like, those dramatic pieces were cool, too. But sometimes it's like, I come here to cry. I want to laugh. You know? Yeah. Um, and your piece was this great combination of drama and comedy and suspense, you know. And so, yeah, I was, even if, I, you know, your storytelling ability is is great and your acting ability is also great again it's a, it's a cool combination i'm sorry i just keep talking to you i mean i don't know why i'm apologizing for that but i just thought it was such a you know such a neat thing like you seem to excel at both and i don't know i you. i very much stood out you know like i said everybody was great i'm not saying anybody was not good but you were definitely to me i just thought it because like growing up dude like to like Cantinflas and Polo Polo and oh. Polo Polo is a bit, you know. Yes. I, don't, well, I wasn't saying like India Maria, but now that I've grown up, I'm like, that character's a bit troublesome for me. <laughs> she was a dumb Indian girl that couldn't figure out the city, you know. I'm like, Mexicans are so racist to their native yes. people. Yes, Um. So anyway, but anyway, I, comedy was, I, you know, was thank you and mexican comedy i think to me is so special so i saw like a bit of those old school you know concepts or whatever in there anyway I, I i very much enjoyed it and then i saw you again a couple years later where you told your story of coming out to your mom 
Oh my and, god! Um, and yeah, well, because again, so, I'm like so in shock. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mom, it's no use you watching me. There's more people watching. Thank you. Wow, I have no idea. I'm gonna tell her. Yeah, yeah. Like, thank you for reacting that way. Yes. <laughs> I got the story. So anyway, and that's what I. Again, in this area, it's amazing how, because to me, I, I'm like, if you were. Like in in Hollywood and you, and the like you go up at the thing. I'm like, yeah, everyone's trying to make it out here. You know, of course you're gonna find talented people at everything. Um, but anyway, to have someone just around here walking around, what and what I believe is so talented, and that you're just Thank so you. comfortable up there, and you're so funny. And again, for those people who are listening, like, what are you talking about? We don't <laughs> know these events. We don't know who this person is. We don't know what she does. But again, the two things that I've seen, you, you, it's just stories. You go up there, they're like one-man show type things. You know, mm -hmm. it's just both of the times it was just you by yourself, right? Yes. So you go up there and you basically tell a story about your life. Yep. And and honestly, you know, they there are some pretty dramatic moments, but the way you tell it is more in, in, a, in a funny way. Because again, dude, like the crossing the border story, that's... Dude, living it must have not been as funny, you know, originally. It was. That's what I, that's so bad. <laughs> and you know, that's one of those things that I, I'm so aware of it. And you know, and even like when I just got here and then I was going to school and talking to my classmates, del, del pedo, the crossing, you know, I realized how lucky I was because there's some horrible stories and I'm sorry for everyone that goes through such a nightmare because this is a nightmare. In my case, I have to kind of like honor my story and say it was funny. You know, it was funny. It was, I was um, young enough to be stupid enough yeah. that I'm like, you know, it's like, oh, me la pelan, you know, like, yeah. I just wanna cross it, me la pelan, you know. I wasn't aware. Now you understand the stress of my mother. The stress of my brother, you know, con el santo en la mano, yeah. all of that is true, <laughs> but it's my story. And the reason why I'm telling my stories now is because when I went to high school and, you know, there's the, the escrituras that I had to tell stories or just write, you know, working on my English. And I remember that I wrote a story uh, crossing and my brother, that one with the santito, yeah. he got so mad at me. And he told me, Caro, you cannot say this stuff. You know, people can like go and tell the police and then they're yeah. going to come and pick you up, take you back. So then it was like that trauma. I'm like, oh, I cannot share my stories. So then I hid them, you know, and again, I put them away for almost 30 years. So now, you know, I'm 45. I'm like, kind of don't care. Kind of like... I got my papers, you know, so that too is like uh, now. INS is going to turn it off now. Like, ah, never mind. Yeah, she got her papers. Ya lo tiene. Ya <laughs> we can't get her. Taxes, you know, <laughs> like, ah, ya, pa que. But again, I feel that they were like historias incubated. And now I'm like, I have to say it. I have to just say it because it's my story. It's, it's, it's honoring my mother's work. Yeah. And all the sacrifices and... Again, it's because when I hear people and tell me, you know what, that was so cool. Mi papá, mi mamá, then I go, oh, qué importante es yo decir my truth. Yeah. And, 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 you know, para mí, la vida es hermosa, pero es bien mamona. <laughs> la vida es bien mamona. So once you get that concept yeah. de que la vida es bien mamona, you'll be okay. You're not going to take it personal. Yeah. Just do your best. Y todo ese pedo. You know, good karma. Pero la vida es bien mamona. And then once I make peace with it, then you grab it by the hand and then you have fun with it. You have to. <laughs> to, to quote the great Jean-Luc Picard, you said, you, you can do everything perfect and, and still fail. That's yes. not a flaw. That's just life. Yeah. Like, yeah, life's... Life's a bitch. Life's a bitch, you know. So, but but it's it's just fun. That. Yeah, just and, and you have to embrace it, you know. Like lo bueno, lo malo, y tú en medio, y pidiéndole a Dios. Well, and then you see the story, like oh, there's like Italian Americans that are like oh, my grandpa came, he had to change his name, and he was here illegally, and he got here with fifty cents in his pocket, and they're able to. Why can they tell those stories and be proud of it? You know, why should we be ashamed? It's the same thing. Yes. It's the same thing. You know, why should we be ashamed? Because we speak Spanish or like, I don't yes, get it. 
I don't know why, but I always felt like, why is like this traumatic thing for our community to don't say who you are? When you can tell right away by the way I walk, by the way I'm, you know, quiet, by the way, you know, we, we're telling in our body the trauma, the stress, we do can tell. But it's just like, oh, but guess what? You can even say it. And don't even ask. And it's yeah. all this fear that I felt that I felt it in my body. I felt it in my back. I just felt it. And once again, it wasn't even like the fact that I was able to get my paperwork, los papeles, but it was more the getting older and saying, fuck it. This is my truth. Sue me. <laughs> you know, just, and also having those spaces and having the people to help you to say, To, Excuse me. To say it. Like support and say it's okay to say it. So having the 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 good network to help you to put your truth out there and the support, you know? Yeah, well and now yeah, that's I'm so curious and I'm sorry, I'm I, I gotta try to rush because I I, I want to do. A, I want to do an hour. I, I know. We're gonna get you back. Let's now we're best friends. Now we're best we're friends. Best, best now best you'll come. Well, I got my studio a block yeah. away. We'll we'll get you in there for a full hour. But I'm so curious as to, like, how did you, after high school? Like, did you stay in like arts or writing, or did you go to to work or? Well, we do need like an hour because yeah. I was the typical girl that, you know, I thought I fell in love. I ran away from home with, with the boyfriend y todo. I mean, yo hice mi gracia. Así bien chingona, you know. I did it all. And then I went back to my mom's house, you know, bad relationship, abusive relationship, blah, blah, blah. All of that, mamonadas. Yeah, you know, mamonadas. So then I, I, my kid went to school. She's going to graduate from uh, San Jose State master's program. I okay, love you. Yeah. I love you, mama. And it was a uh, thing when she was going to start going to university that I just felt like, wow, you're a que pedo. What am I going to do? Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to where I left. And it was teatro. And I went to audition Teatro Vision in 2015. And then... I was called uh, by an emergencia to come and work for uh, Teatro Campesino in Piernas. And, you know, when you have the good attitude, things just flow. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's amazing when you're aware and, and then you're really centrado and in the hope. Things happen. You happen today. <laughs> Who knew I was going to have my new friend today? I've been planning it for two years now. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't thank seen you. me, but every time you perform, I'm like right here in the corner. Well, see, you never uh, came to me, yeah. but thank you. Well, and I'll thank Samantha as well, because Samantha was really, you know, oh. when she did her piece, and that's yeah. why I, I went out there, you know, yes. to see Hola, her. Samantha. And You're on fire, Samantha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was so cool. And again, I'm thank like you. looking at my time, because I'm like, I want to keep going. I, I know. Um, but so it, I'm blown away then that because you seem like you've been a natural storyteller, been st telling stories for a long time. Yes. But for for you to say that 2015 was when you went back and got because I could have if you would have asked me, I would have been like, she's like the matriarch of this place. You know, she's been writing here for like 20 years, you know, because just because of how natural it, it, it you know it, it comes across and then the the, the quality like i said like it's it's not funny just because it's like fart jokes or you tripping and falling like I, I, it's genuinely like written funny and 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 delivered in a i don't know i that to me that where like i think you're just a comedic person you know if you were given a funny script you would probably still be funny but you you <laughs> thank you. you combine your own personal story to it and it I don't know. It, it just really elevates. And like I said, I I very vividly re remember, you know, the story of you crossing and then the you, you coming out. And I mean, I remember there was a lady doing, she did like a graduation speech or whatever. Yeah. I, they all stand, but yours, I can like be like, oh yeah, and then she went here, and then she went here. And then her mom went with her in the car. Right. <laughs> and then like, 
<laughs> and then your brother out there smoking a cigarette and just like, yeah. oh my god, mom, what like, is the problem? And that—that's also, I guess, another thing is that, like, because I, I mean, I've been to San Jose, but I wasn't in San Jose in in the '90s, early 2000s club scene. But I, dude, I can. 100 i can draw you with the, the street you know i don't know if it's story or center or whatever the hell but based on your story i could be like look this is where the club was this is how the street went this is like that's, thank you and and again and you do this it's not like you did a three-hour story you know where you're like let me be very meticulous and tell you every single thing no you had just the same amount of time as everybody but i don't know what it is is again if it's the words or how it's presented but like I can see myself there. And and again, being from Salinas, our famous son is John Steinbeck, you know, and he's very famous for that. You know, him describing one of these hills is, is amazing because you can read a page and then you can just look around and you're like, oh, I can see myself there. And that's totally what I get from you, you know, when Thank you were you. in the original story, when you're hiding in the dish. Like I could, <laughs> I, I feel that I'm like up here looking at it, you know? And um, yeah, and that that's what I, I thought was, part of why you just stuck with me you know because not only again was it funny and well performed but i could see myself there so if i can like visualize it i don't know yeah so anyway i i blown away that that you you have such great natural ability because i'm again you've you've trained professionally as well but it wow, just seems like a lot of it is very natural ability and it's it's impressive i i very much enjoyed both of your of your skits and I'm, I look forward to any other ones that, that whenever I get to see them. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll get you back on here. We'll get your oh, full story. I would love story. to. I would love to. Yeah, yes. I want to describe more about, again, I want to hear about the actual events and then tell a little bit about the rest of it and what else you talk about. But anyway, we've, we've now met each other and, and now when we see each other, we'll, we'll say hi and absolutely, and I'll reach out to you. And again, we'll get you in the studio. Maybe we'll actually, I'll get Samantha to be my, she's sometimes my co-host as well. So we'll get the three of us in there and yeah, and we'll have to turn the mics way down. Cause it's going to get really loud in there. We probably won't even, it's going to be, we'll just, just turn them off. We'll be like, it's fine. It'll pick them up. But anyway, Caro, thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. And, oh, yeah. you made me so Talk happy. <laughs> I'm glad. See, who knew someone was going to like my pendejadas? Thank you so much. I, I, everybody did. <laughs> I, I believe everybody that was there, they did. And they, again, it, I love it. I love the the comedy. The com yes. You know, because if your stories were only dramatic, I still would have been like, yay, yes. great. But, you know, I, I like this. I like the roller coaster. I'm going to make you laugh, but then I'm going to make you cry. And then maybe I'll make you think, or maybe, I don't oh, know. You know, oh I do God. like that. I want to get Because when you tell your... Partar, you know, when your doesn't the, the, your mom says partar and you oh yeah te parté, yeah and um and again it's one of these very dramatic moments but then you you stop it real quick with the what's what's up with that word because me too mom. when you said it when you said it, I'm like bro what's up with that word click, right? and then you stop and you're like what's up with that word I'm like yeah <laughs> dude yeah we're not in Barcelona or Madrid or something come on tu Bob se alivió you know no nos enseñan así luego se quejan yes thank you wow thank you so much yeah we'll catch you we'll catch you back on the mic soon yes